Hey Anime Loungers, it's Ricky, along with my two co-hosts, Matt and Lance. As you guys know, we have a tradition to always record our podcast with an adult beverage of choice. Today my adult beverage of choice is a Bloody Mary with a chaser, and that's a bush apple. Lance, what are you sipping over there? Uh, I too am drinking a Bloody Mary because it is 8.43 currently, so just to throw out that time, yeah, need a morning drink, so that's Bloody Mary for me as well. And I'm chasing that down with a Wisconsin favorite spotted cow, New Glarus style. What about you, Matt? I, as you guys remember, I don't drink Bloody Marys, yep. even in the mornings, because I think they're disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to go with our original, which was a Glenmorangy, and then I'm also having a uh, spotted cow. Lance, can you kind of tell us what this is one's going to be about? Yeah, so previously in our archives, you can find that we talked about that time I got reincarnated as a slime, season one and season two part one today we are doing season two part two and the reason is because it just recently got released so we couldn't cover it earlier so season two part two takes place at episode 37 and at this point rimaru is considered a demon lord and eldora has taken his human form and then we can really just uh continue from there uh so just talk about some characters like usual matt you had a nice little uh question not question but how'd you phrase that (laughs) earlier uh so i mean we already talked about what our favorite characters were from season one and season two part one for me that character hasn't really changed but is has that changed for you guys uh i'm still a fan of Zoe. it's just there's not enough screen time for him yeah, I was going to say, like, Soe, he only had, was like, one episode that he really came in, and, like, he didn't even do anything. Like, he was just recon, really, was it? Oh, I'm talking about season one? No, it's the season two part two, like... Oh, no, he fights that dragon. Yeah, he fights the dragon. He fights that skeleton dragon. Oh, yeah, so he's he pretty was... badass in that. Oh, yeah, because it kept re regenerating and coming back to life. Yeah, but, I mean, that was still only one episode. Uh-huh. Um, he, would, he didn't use any, like, badass moves, though, did he? He just cut him in half. Well, he or did cut him in many pieces, and it he drew, uses like string him. attack. Yeah, yeah like, that's right, that's right. I mean, that was kind of badass, but you you got to see it once. Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, you know, speaking of him, um, I was at that one event, you know, the anime and comic book. I actually got an action figure, or not an action figure, a little statue of Sony. Just oh, a did figure? you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, so I added it to my collection. I'll be oh. posting that on Instagram. There we go. Yeah, it's. I need, I need to step up my game. You guys both got figures before I've even updated my collection. <laughs> I think I passed all you guys. Uh, not Ricky. Ricky's, uh, but you've also got, um, I got it. DC and a bunch of other stuff. Funko so. Pile, shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to post a video of the, of the basement I got downstairs. Yeah, it's pretty badass. I know. The game room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I'm happy that you get to see Benny Maru be a complete badass again. That was always oh, a great time. Man. Yeah. He had one great scene. That's about, I don't know, I, I, at the same time, I feel like there's so many characters in that time I got reincarnated as a slime, but because there's so many, you got like so little screen time with everybody. Yeah. Yep. So it, it almost really sucks. It's, you know, a double-edged sword. Everyone's badass, but you only get to see them a little bit. And, and because of that, their their action scenes are super quick. Yep. They're beautiful as hell. I love all the action in this in this uh, series, like like it wasn't the first part, but... Not even the action, it's just the backstories. Like backstories you, you, too. you can like almost make a spin-off of a couple certain groups in this anime. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this can branch out like crazy. 
Which would be pretty cool. Yeah, but no, I agree with you with Benny Morrow. Um, he's just a badass. Not even just like his abilities or his technique. I was reminiscing about the battle that they were having and how he was talking that he already planned ahead to take like oh, yeah. survivor prisoners of war to help them build roles. Like just, just the type of mentality he has and his leadership was fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Cause, uh, he had that re, he was given that extra ability or whatever, a born again leader, I think it was called. Um, it was natural or natural born leader, something oh, along those lines. It was in that episode that, uh, you're referring to when he's planning ahead so far. Mm. Uh, one of the wishes that he was given or something along those lines was, uh, to be such a great leader. Yeah. Just like, uh, oh shit. Well, Shion. Shion was cooking. Shion was given that cooking ability. But presentation still matters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shion is probably one of my new, I wouldn't say favorite. But I, my appreciation for Shion skyrocketed after uh, the end of this series when they were what were they at Walpurgis and she took on Demon Lord Clayman, Clayman, yep. like by herself. He and was she, pretty she's, weak. Yeah, dude, for a Demon Lord, this dude couldn't do shit. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but there are technically two forms of a demon lord so mm-hmm. so yeah, they, like the demon lord and the, like the awakened the demon awakened form. demon mm-hmm. lord and then you have your your regular demon lord so you guys didn't notice like uh, clayman didn't actually kill the 20,000 humans to become an awakened demon lord so he was just given a title by uh Kazim or something like that what's, uh, what's that Kazarim Kazarim close and kind of but i mean he was strong mm-hmm. and he was recognized by the demon lords but he wasn't a truly awakened demon lord if that makes sense right yeah it's just they really kind of flipped the switch like in my opinion uh they were making claiming out to be like this powerful being yeah and then when they finally meet up dude was just you know he had nothing to show steel door cowboy hero type thing yeah you know, he just <laughs> talks a lot of shit but didn't have anything to back it up oh that's me <laughs> uh and yeah you definitely thought he was gonna be so much more badass, so then you find out that he's just like, oh, he can manipulate shitty, oh, yeah, the, weak, weak what people. Puppets, what were they called? Marionettes? Marionettes, yep. Yeah, I thought that was, that, that could have been really cool, but Shoei, or Soe, no, not Soe, uh, oh shit, what's her name again? Shino. Shion. Shion. Just yeah. fucking obliterated him. She even took that a quick little second, like, should I wait here longer for it to take effect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting all cocky in the middle of the battlefield taking on his so-called most powerful move at that moment because after he got like gifted the life energy into that second form then all of a sudden he's got a new ultimate technique that he thinks he that he knew i thought that was kind of a bad writing but oh which ultimate technique the second time because the first time in his regular state he had those uh the demon binding power like control even a demon lord and then Shion's like, should I wait? And then, so he called that one his most powerful technique. And then after he got rebirthed as that even powerful one, after exchanging his life energy for more power, he was uh, powering up for another attack, and then he called that one his most powerful technique. So, I don't know, it was kind of contradictive to say that one was more powerful, one was his most powerful, and then this one is now his most powerful. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's a new form. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. But, but. I, that's the only thing, that's the only credit you can give that one. It was just, mm-hmm. could have worded things a little bit differently, but that's just being too 
So did your did your favorite person change, Lance? Did we get to you? Um. <clears throat> so the first time we talked, I said Benny Mara was my favorite, and right now I said that Shion was spiked in my uh, respect area. I don't know. It's kind of. I, I guess I can kind of stay the same. Can't really. Yeah, Benny Mara's bad. Benny Mara is still just a badass. He took on uh, Charybdis with like one hit again. Just like Malim did, although this wasn't necessarily the true Charybdis that yeah. they were talking about. So yeah, they said it was only a fraction uh-huh. of his. But of still, power. just the but one it, little instinct, boom, one little power mm-hmm. attack, done. Well, the the Snake Biscuitier, um, what's her name? Trying to oh, Elvis, Elvis, Alice. Yeah, Elvis. I think it is. Yeah, Alice. She was like, I couldn't even beat that guy, and he beat him with two attacks essentially. Mm-hmm. So. What's that? Um, that one that like praises Demon Lord Malin, that guy, the bald guy, the super powerful guy. Um, Master, because him and Benny Mara were trying to spar. Like that just gave me a little glimpse of the whole <laughs> Goku thing. You know, uh-huh. always trying to find the stronger person. Well, and then they were like, "Well, I couldn't actually beat you without trying to kill you, so it's not even worth it." Yeah, I like that they said that because <laughs> that that did bring up a good concept that you can't really. Prove how strong you are, unless you're like your life is on the line. Mm-hmm. So that was a good cop out, but being good about it. Um, so any new characters I'm gonna, that you guys I, are looking for? I got to? one to talk about real quick. Okay, she's not new, but we got to see her actual power, Shuna, the pink-haired the princess, princess Shuna. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we didn't see any of like her battle styles and anything prior until. He was fighting, what was it, the index finger or whatever? I don't remember what the finger he was. Skeleton. The skeleton, the skeleton guy, yep. Yeah, I know you were. You just had that episode up prior on your laptop. But, yeah, she's got that holy power or whatever it was called. I thought that was pretty badass. Yeah, that that was super badass because then, I mean, he was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think we could use holy powers or like you can't use holy powers you're you're a monster and she's like well actually if you have willpower you can do it and he's like oh no right yeah you said to like trust and believe enough and all of a sudden she got super powerful yeah yeah i thought that was i'm looking forward to seeing what else she can do then she put that super powerful barrier that nobody could get into Mm -hmm. with minimal effort yeah the barrier they they do a lot of barriers in this show like i know they did like that double barrier and uh, in our last episode that we talked about, and then there's also that barrier back at uh, Wal Walperga Walpurgis Pergus with uh, the Crimson dude. Yeah, where he puts up that super powerful barrier during the the fight. Oh, yeah. So just to kind of get to him real fast in the manga, they, his name is Guy G U I, and yeah. the anime they call him Gi. Yeah, they call him Gi, but I watch my anime with subtitles on still because i like to read while i watch yeah not necessarily because it's not i'm still watching it in english but i like to make sure that i get like spelling and stuff done so in the english it's still spelt g-u-y but it's pronounced gi so i yeah that confused me at first i'm like who's guy who they didn't even say guy but they say gi yeah so i'm sure it's gonna cause a lot of confusion just so anybody anybody knows if you read it it's a g-u-i or if you're watching it in uh subbed uh yeah, so Gee Crimson. Yep. He's I'm, yeah. Uh, if we're going to be talking about new characters, he's probably my... I mean, he's got to be the strongest of the eight, I would assume. And he's my, he's the, my well, new favorite. He is the strongest. Like, everybody was making sure everybody knew that. Right. Like, they were just, like, praising this guy. So... Like, indirectly, but they were just... Did you hear what they called him? No. I he, might have missed he that. Was an, he was one of the original Demon Lords. 
So they talk about okay in the manga they talk about who were the original demon lords and then because uh, there's like four of them there's three three of them they call out three of them in the anime they don't say how many there are they just say the original demon lords you can kind of infer two of them because mm-hmm. um Malim and Delphiria girl no yeah. I think Malim was one of the newer ones she's she's one of the oldest yeah she's one of the oldest, of the oldest. Yeah. she was one of the original ones. And, and Ar- then, Artemis? Is it Artemis? The very? Uh, Romerus. Romerus. Is it Romerus? Yeah. Rom- yeah. Romerus is kind of what yeah. it looks like, but it's Romerus. Okay. She's, she's one of the original? She's one of the original because she's the one that go is kind of like a phoenix where she'll get old and then basically reincarnate okay. as herself, as a younger version, keeping all of her knowledge That's and then it. just getting old again. Okay. So she's like a, a phoenix, essentially. That's cool. I don't really think that... I don't remember any of that explained. That was... I explained that in the Manga Minute section. Damn. In our, in our last... <laughs> in our last... Last one we talked about. So. I want to see more out of her. She's so tiny. You don't expect much to come out of her, but she's a demon lord. So I want to see her go into the super badass life threatening Seriously? battle. Yeah. 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 I just... I need, I need her to, like, redeem herself in that way. Just to prove... I don't think you're going to get anything out of her until she gets older. Like, it's going to be one of those long, not drawn out, but one of those, like, long-winded thing. Mm -hmm. Not long-winded. You know what I'm saying? Just, it's going to take a while for her to actually develop into, like, a super badass. Yeah, like that. But, yeah, so she's not so powerful right now, which made me think of uh, the Harpy stepping down. I thought that was pretty crazy that Demon Lord would just... Uh, Faye? Faye, yeah. Would uh just give up her status, and you know she. I like that they gave her like a reason. Like she's she doesn't feel confident in her own abilities anymore, and she'd rather serve another demon lord, Malim, along yeah. with the the other dude, Carrion. Carrion. Yeah. Oh, the beast. He stepped down. I was surprised when he stepped down too, because he he was he was strong, but then I guess when you see all the other ones fight, he was like, well, I'm not even close to strong enough. Right, <laughs> especially since. They were talking about how Malim just casually destroyed him. <laughs> yeah, he she just wrecked his country up. You know, speaking of Lord Carrion, uh, I just appreciate the stupid little humor. Like, when they said, like, because he came in with the lion mask on. <laughs> right. They're like, that's, there's no way that's him. Like, hiding in the obvious, like, the most obvious costume. <laughs> and it turned out to be him. Right. It's a stupid little comedy about this show. It's what makes it great to me. Yeah, I mean, they definitely put enough emphasis that that lion was uh, <laughs> something to keep a close eye on. I went to, I didn't personally think that it was carry-on or anything like that, but, like, something's up with him at least. So let me ask you guys this. Honestly, did you guys think Malene was under control the whole time? I, I thought she was under control. I thought she was mind-controlled. Yeah, just straight up, I thought she was mind-controlled because she had that blank-ass face and she was taking all those beatings. Matt? Yes, but I also gave, I also assumed Clayman was strong enough to do that. Like, yes. Right. So when Laplace was like, hey, be mindful of Malim, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like what Faye said when he beats her up too much, she's going to snap out of it kind of thing. Not she was never under control. Right. Especially after Rimuru used uh, Beelzebub to take some of her energy during that fight. And then like, then she made like a little grunt or like a, a smirk. And then like, I'm like, okay, so maybe Beelzebub took away some of that mind control. I don't know. So that's where I, I thought. Personally was... don't, I personally, I personally think she, never, she was never under control. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't think that when I was watching it. Yeah. 
But like at the end, he was trying to like use that uh, little ability to take that mind control, and she, he got nothing. Right. So I, I just think it never took effect. All right. So you didn't buy the fact that she was probably being controlled the whole time. Yeah, makes sense. That's I can I can get behind that one. But yeah, it takes a lot for her just to sit there and. Mm-hmm. get the shit beat out of her yeah but i mean as far as we can tell like there's a huge power difference oh, so yeah. it didn't like claim it matter fall like a fly to her yeah. <laughs> well it's so after watching it the second time and knowing that she wasn't being controlled like you could see that she got no damage to her like right. there was no scuff marks on her at all so it's like oh okay well apparently he's just that weak compared to her mm-hmm. yeah because she's super powerful and like i was saying earlier she on she just took him on all by her, himself herself yep and yeah it's it's what i will say so just kind of and the only hint you get in the manga is because you don't get that smirk in the manga is while Walpurgis there is a while Clayman's talking there's a a scene and you see Malim like kind of do a fist pump underneath the table I was like oh well, that's really? kind of weird but yet they don't show that in the anime oh I don't know yeah other than that little smirk during the battle I don't think she shows any Mm-mm. uh I don't know a good word to use. Personality. Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely something I I didn't see coming along that she was actually never being controlled. Well, back to the original question, Matt. Did you have a character that you continue to like, or? Well, I know for me, Benny Mario was probably my favorite besides Rimuru. Uh huh. And then you got to see his him being a strategist, which was really cool. Seeing his uh, special skill, his awakened skill, might be a better way to say it. I'm not 100 percent sure. I forgot the term they used. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. Seeing how much stronger he got was awesome, and it was still kind of funny to see when uh, Avis, Alvis, Alvis. Sorry, that's the uh, snake. The, the snake biscuitier uh-huh. tricks him into being the the commander of the battle so that she can go fight. I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, I, I guess I kind of glossed over the tricking aspect of it. But I do remember him saying, uh, don't handle, don't fight if you can't win. And then that's when he tests, he steps into the Charybdis deal. Yeah. So when they're watching over the battle, when Clayman's army's through the corridor, that corridor of the mountains or the plateaus, mm. he talks about the, Fallen into the trap, and then the Beasketeers are talking to Benny Maru, and was like, "Well, you're doing such a great job. Why don't you? Basically, why don't you just be in charge?" And he's like, "All right, I'll be in charge." And then she's like, "All right, so now I can go fight people, right?" It's like, "Oh, you got me. This is what you <laughs> wanted to begin with, wasn't it?" So, yeah, it was a funny little let her practice, man, because Benny Maru's already strong enough. Mm-hmm. So let her have her practice. Her practice. She's a Beasketeer. She's considered. One of the strongest. <laughs> I don't know. Like, to Benny Maru? Yeah, there's there's a power there's gap. There's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy her transformation though, when she turned into like the full snake with the with the lightning all over. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, that was super cool. badass. Yeah, and I liked how like fast and badass she was as a snake farm because me personally, if I saw like no legs or anything like that, I wouldn't think of speed. Oh man, I gotta show you guys. Well, after all this, <laughs> I'll show you guys a small little clip because it's funny that you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched this like twice, and uh, there was this one little scene where Alvis was fighting the middle finger guy. Yeah, the ice sword guy. Yeah. yeah, and like they're like having like a discussion, but like I don't know, it's just a little cut scene where like she kind of just slithers away super slow. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't look natural. Yeah, and I picked it up twice, oh, so yeah. I want to show you that little scene because it just looked because it cuts from the middle finger guy 
they're about to fight. She just like slowly slithers it out of like the scene. Yeah, no, I and saw that. I was it like, was what? it was weird, but it was a small little like. Okay, I'd want to see that again. Yeah, small little detail. But back to that fight. That's where uh, getting another shout out to Gopta comes in yeah. and like yeah, not he stops it in a way to like save him in a way, and then Gopta's like, okay, there's no way I can take on this guy for real, <laughs> and then he's got that little. Way that he like weasels out of it. Isn't, I that, th- isn't that Ryan Reynolds? No, no. <laughs> we we officially found out that that's not. No, the no, same that's Ryan. not that's not the Ryan Reynolds, but it's a Ryan Reynolds. It right. is Ryan Reynolds, just not the Ryan Reynolds yeah. everybody knows about. Yeah, yeah. that was not bad. Yeah, yeah, no, that was something we figured out after we uh, posted the last uh, episode of Slime. Yeah, that was funny. Gato was pretty sweet coming in there. Yeah, because he is. I like how that makes such a little guy so powerful. He's probably one of the most powerful of the uh, or- ogres, right? Well, powerful and lucky. I, I, lucky. I, I, <laughs> gob- goblins? Goblins. Goblins. There we go. Yep. Ogres. Ogres are... Uh, it's Benny Morrow. Shion and Benny Morrow, Soe, and yep. Shuna. And the old dude. I don't remember his name. I wrote it down. Oh, there. Hakuro. Hakuro, yep. Yeah, he had a quick little scene. I don't think during that death fight, he didn't show any like powers. He was just slicing away at the skeletons and stuff, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just kind of being his swordsman self. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was really time for Shuna to shine in that episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good to see her shine. And then, so is there any other characters that you're looking forward to seeing? Well, uh, I think we can just talk about the, all the demon lords at that point. But well, so let's not go that direction yet. I I do want to take a step back. Diablo, what did you guys think of Diablo for oh, season man. for season two? I, honestly, I was disappointed. I don't remember anything coming out of him other than him being. At that meeting. At that meeting, he was given the title of, like, second-in-command of secretary. Like, he was the second secretary, secretary yeah, he's, or whatever Yeah, he's the second secretary, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I'll, I'm, I'm going to say more with you, Lance. It's, I want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, especially since the the Demon Lords, like, I don't remember who. It was probably Geek Crimson. Crimson. Referred, like, said something about Black. Yep. And then even Reamer was like, what are you talking about? Because... I don't think I think they were just trying to like play it off like he didn't remember that black was Diablo because he named him Diablo blah blah blah. Yeah, well, he was in the middle of falling asleep while becoming the demon lord, so everything in that time period, he was just kind of like that's true. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, I did this. Yeah, and he named him because he saved Rumor's life, and yep, um, we I can kind of get your hopes up. We'll just put it that way. When we t- when we go into the uh, the manga time, there's definitely some badass things about Diablo that happens oh. that you don't get to see. Well, that's disappointing. Well, better <laughs> but be <in> season three. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, there, we know that there's definitely gonna be a season three because uh, it's too good of an anime. Yeah, way too. There's fun. too there's too much information that they're throwing out there that they did leave us with some cliffhangers. Mm. Well, if you guys remember that screenshot that I showed you guys, which will get posted on Instagram and stuff. The, the screenshot, screenshot had that something I sh- to do with Fused, didn't it? No. One of them, one it, of the screenshots did. So one of them, you see Diablo and the three prisoners, remember? What three prisoners? So the three prisoners from um, Farum. So the king and the two. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah. So I we'll, we'll, we'll go into that. I'll discuss that uh, little scene a little bit more. But yeah, it's you, you get to... There's snippets, but you get to see some badass things from Diablo. Okay. We'll just, we'll just kind of go there that way, just so you guys don't get too disappointed so, in his character development. Before we go into like more characters, because obviously we're going to go, we can go all day about the Demon Lords. So yep. before we get to that, 
Um, let's backpedal a little bit to like the beginning of the season two, part two. That huge meeting. Yep. You know, you have the king from Dwargon. You got that elf dad, whatever his name is. Yep. Coming in. Yep. Came in as a, what, as a homunculus. What'd you guys think about that meeting? That was like a very diplomatic, important meeting. Oh. Did you guys pick okay. up any like little I, lessons or anything? I've seen that whole diplomatic series twice because honestly, the first time I watched it, I was so bored. <laughs> really? It was just so much talking and not enough action. So, but that's why I had to watch it twice, so I can yeah. pick up on like important details that should have been said. Like I know that they're planning ahead and all that fun stuff. Yep. But it was very diplomatic. Yeah, it was. They were, so they were introducing Veldora into the group. Well, he's I he's mean, what? Well, well, right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Matt, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was really important, just because as far as Rimuru is concerned. His whole life is based around Tempest. Mm-hmm. So we get to see some of his basically political skills in the first season and a little bit in the second season. And now you get to see it really develop in him becoming a better leader as far as a political leader. Because when you see him talk to the Elf Dad, Elf Dad instead of doing what he did to... Uh, Dwargo, where he just kind of was like super hesitant and not not completely in, uh, sure of himself. He, when the elf dad basically tried to get a feel of how Remer was, is when he bumped up his uh, energy, his molecules, his magicules, mm-hmm. like super high his demon lord powers, and kind of tried to intimidate him. And when it came to building the road, he was completely sure of himself. Like, hey, we'll do this and this, and basically that's how it's going to be. And so the only option the elf dad had... Let us negotiate our tolls. Tolls. And that was it. Like, if this was the beginning Rimuru, Rimuru probably would have just been like, oh, I'll do it for free and call it a day. Mm. Because that's basically what he did with Dargo. Dargon. Well, it wasn't... Dargo. Sorry. Dargo, there was some kind of wine deal in the mix, too. Like, there needed to be... Well, he did it for for trading. The selling of the wine, yeah. Yeah, and and it's in all actuality, tolls are going to get you a lot more than some food is, especially at that point in time. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, the nation, Tempest wasn't that big yet. Right. And we find out later in that season, season two, part two, that Rimuru probably really didn't even care about money anyway because he uh, says that he stole all of uh, Clayman's money after destroyed that army and became the Demon Lord. After he, Well, he got all their treasures. The treasures, yeah. So yeah. he was already rich enough. And... To fund the road making. That was actually the point. Since since I'm now caught up, I can give you a little more when it comes to the monetary values that aren't gonna, probably aren't really going to add anything to the story, so I can tell you guys without spoiling it. But I'll tell you guys that later. Okay. And it's just, it's nice to see Raymaru's progression. What about you, Ricky? Um, The meeting was awesome, man. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I know it's very political. I'm not a big fan of the whole politics thing. But like I said before in the original uh, episode that it teaches... Well, it shows you like the beginning of a of a nation, mm-hmm. right? So, and then they were also teaching them how to be like proper and etiquette and all that. I, I I enjoyed it. Nice little valuable lessons here and there. If you like translate it the way you want to translate it, mm-hmm. but like I said, it most people would have thought it was boring. I enjoyed everything. I I like how everything was brought up and how everybody was so formal in a meeting that I don't know. That's just my opinion, but I I think it was pretty valuable. It was nice, and it wasn't. It's not like they. Honestly, they probably could have spent like four episodes doing this, and it was what two. Yeah. So oh, definitely, it was a huge meeting. Yeah. You know, so that wasn't that wasn't too bad that they got the important parts out of the way 
but didn't put any like extra filler into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think of when Valdora came back? Like what he was doing? Do you guys get that reference when he came back? When he came back, and Rimuru was like, "Hey, you can't be this super. Uh, you can't. Your aura. You have to calm down your aura, or everybody's oh, yeah, gonna suck be it f- in. Yeah, the second. Oh yeah, and then he. That confused me because he pulls like a Dragon Ball Z power up thing, but in it does the opposite. Like it looked like he was charging up, where Goku would explode yeah. more power, but with Veldora he was sucking it in. I don't know. It it threw me through a loop because he should have been like relaxing, but instead he was just going all crazy. That's that's just my take on it. I I, th- I thought all that shit was hilarious. Yeah. They, they were referring everything to manga. He's been in Rimuru just reading manga. Yeah. Man, they had so many shout outs. I think I named a couple. Uh, Street Fighter, WBZ, Naruto. Okay, I'm, I'm so glad because what was it episode like 35, 36 that he's just, I do again, I do again, I do again. <laughs> I fucking burst out laughing so hard. He's just, I'm surprised there's, I mean, they obviously got the okay to do that, but he's just, and then Kamehameha on top of that, like, dude, pulling out all these super top tier name attacks and then he's just, Casually shooting a mountain. <laughs> oh, that's episode forty-seven when he's fighting Malene. Yeah. All right, the second to last episode. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he did he did the Street Fighter moves. He had some DBZ moves. He had a couple Naruto moves in there. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I appreciated that so much. <laughs> but like it was, I don't know if it was just in my head. I was pretty fucked on watching this, but I can just picture like the scene, uh-huh. like almost like a news reporter. Like talking to the camera, and just in the background, I can see Malim and and Eldor <laughs> going at it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see more of that because two drag, two top tier dragons fighting it out. Oh yeah, that'd be. That's so his badass. niece, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's his niece. It's like, I don't remember the exact. It's, it's his like his brother's brother's daughter, youngest daughter, or something along those lines. But I think at one point they mentioned like a youngest or oldest or something. So there should be more dragon, dragon. Yeah, because that one ice dragon with uh, crimson with gi. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's his sister. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And and then one that was the two different colored eyes that was concealing herself. Wasn't she a dragon? Yeah. Or was that... No, the, she's a the vampire. vampire. Okay. She's a vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, Luminous or something? That one Luminous, guy was yeah. pretending to be the demon lord, right? Yeah, the, that one. Luminous. The one that was almost killed the plot. Uh, yeah, it, uh, Luis... Luis Valentin, he was the pseudo, Valentine. Su- yeah, Valentine, sorry, the pseudo demon lord. Mm-hmm. And then is like, hey, what's your, your subordinate doing saying this bullshit? And <laughs> yeah, she's like, are you really, really, this is what we're doing right now? Kind of, and. I like how they said, well, well, to be fair, I didn't know this was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys, I don't, I can't remember if they, what Valdora calls mangas in the anime. Does he call it anything? He called it manga. Okay, so in the in the manga, they call it the sacred text. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, he treats them as sacred texts because oh, he copies oh everything. As... So it's it, that's even. I kind of thought that was a better way to to say it, just because it's like you said. He he treats it like they're sacred texts, and then uh-huh. he gets all upset when Reimer is like, "You better listen to me, or I'm going to spoil it." <laughs> <laughs> I love that he did that too. Hey. That's a way to get his attention. How to control someone <laughs> like considered. Fucking badass as hell. Yeah, he controls everybody like that. Like, not that he say he controls, but he, like, tames. How about that? Yeah. Like, Malim, what was it? Some food? Honey. Honey. He tamed Malim with honey, and then he's taming Valdora with manga. Yeah. So who funny. You, Matt, who did you say Valdora sounded like? So. Mm. Talking about voice actors and yeah. earlier before we started this. The thing that caught me, and I wanted to look into it, 
was when Valdora laughs. He sounds 100% like Hercule or Mr. Satan from Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys caught that, but in his, la- his laugh gives it away. Yep. And it's it, it just hilarious. And in, then I looked into it, and yep, they're the, they're the same guy. He's actually in a, a few other things, but that's... That's definitely the biggest one is in Mr. Satan. And I thought that was hilarious. So funny. So we got we got Agumon. <laughs> Not the real Agumon. <laughs> we got fake Deadpool. And we got Hercule from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Cool. They got a lot of a lot of voice actors in, in this one. Granted, there's so many characters in this show, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Got another character I'd like to talk about. Um we don't have we talk about Laplace. Just the uh, Harley Harley Quinn clowns in general. Okay. I'm I'm interested in all three of them because they all seem like they're badass. More specifically, Laplace, because after he found out uh, Clayman was dead, all of a sudden like he quit, quote unquote, like acting, and then all of a sudden he became a badass. Yeah, that was. So I'm I'm super interested in Laplace now. Yeah, because when he finds out that Clayman's dead, mm-hmm. he, his demeanor instantly changes from kind of joking around like a clown to being completely serious, and that was, and then instantly rips rips out. Uh, the angel do or the, the holy Louis Luis Luis uh, Valentine's heart. Oh, well, they his, called it. They called his core mm-hmm. in the manga. They called it his heart. Oh, did that? E- either still, it's his life lifeline. Yeah, gets ripped out, and that was. It'll be interesting to see what the other three clown turn into, and then uh, was it Tear and. Footman? Something about a foot. They were able to... Footman, yep. They were able to keep Fabio... Is it Fabio? No, Fabio. The guy who... uh, And Geld. They were able to keep them in check. And I mean, Geld was super... Is super strong. So in order... Being able to basically kick their ass, and the other reason why they didn't die was because they didn't order them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they were able to, granted, I don't know how strong Geld is compared to like Benny Maru. I felt Geld was real strong bef- before Part Two. Mm-hmm. Like he had that huge power up during that army scene. Yeah, and then he's just kind of. And then in that fight, he kind of just like pussied out. I don't know. It's, I feel like he didn't go to his potential. Or that just means how strong. Footmen and Tier R, like in all actuality, they could just be that strong. Yeah, that's probably the route that they were probably that they're trying to show. Yep. What about you, Ricky? You looking forward to seeing what's happened to them? And then, I mean, there's also those sub subplots that you, the manipulation behind the scenes that you see them doing. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're interesting. They're very intriguing characters. I want to see what the fuck they really look like under the mask. <laughs> under the mask. Uh-huh. Okay, that's true. I'm not I'm saying they're human, too. but they have human forms. Uh-huh. So I really want to see what they look like, and I I'd like to know their backstory. Yeah, I'm a huge backstory dude. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, you get a little bit of it because you see them. Clayman's backstory. You, and through, then, through his backstory, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you get a start of it, which will be just kind of nice because mm-hmm. they're not they're not just there. You can see how much they actually mean to Clayman, and Clayman doesn't care about anything but himself. So. For real, man. And he's the weakest out of all of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's... And it's... It's crazy. And then I'm also well, we can't say it was the weakest because Harpy said that she would have definitely been beaten by him. Well, well, out of the um, the fa- the clown troop, he was the weakest. So out of um, Laplace, Laplace, Footman, and Tier. Uh, Tier. Oh, you guys think Clayman was weaker than all the clowns? They knew yeah. he was. Oh, yeah. they knew he knew he was. Oh, they mentioned it in the anime. Damn, yeah. I, thought, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yep. Basically, they were they were looking out for Clayman, but Clayman was the the face of the operation. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. And he was the best at manipulating people, mm-hmm. while the other three were basically good foot soldiers. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's why they like claim. Well, Kazarim made Clayman the essentially the the pseudo head of the clown troop, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, because Kaz- Kazarim yeah is still in the process of gaining all of his power back because he needs to be reawakened yet. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what's going on with that and the that kid looking guy who was even who was the one that revived him. Who was this? What's that kid's name again? Uh, Yum. What you human Yumi? Uh, you something. That sounds familiar. I didn't. I didn't write that name down, but it's also not on this character list that I'm looking at. But I am really excited to see what's going on with him because if he's the one that's given all these orders that you know Reamer was asking about. You uh, sorry, it's Yuki. Yuki. So he. Uh, do you guys remember who he is? Yeah, he was a. I kind of just to break it simple, like the principal of that one school where the kids were kind of thing. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably the easiest way to remember who he is. Oh yeah, I forgot the kids weren't even. Part of yeah. the season two part. I was two. about to bring that up because I remember you saying that you really wanted to see the kids. Yeah, they we, they didn't see. They have all. so much potential. You don't see them until like the very very final credit scene of episode what forty eight. Yeah, and that's a and like, they're scene. in class and like, yeah, that's a credit scene. Like what? Yeah, you don't even get a little glimpse of them. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I will tell you guys right now that the very end of 48 is is not... I, I don't want to call it non-canon, but it's not canon Like, it's just a, a recap, like a kind of a recap thing. So, in the manga, they just keep going past the end of Walpurgis. But in the anime, because it's the end of the season, they kind of do a pseudo... Like, like a light is, ending? Yeah. So, like, when they... The whole ep, 40, episode 48 was, like, Octogram or whatever it was called. Yep. Naming... The new eight demon lords was that not part of the manga then? No, that that is uh, part of the manga, but it's just instead of Rimuru coming back to Tempest and oh that that being the end of it, uh-huh. it's they basically go into they dive more into the story. Okay, but it I, that makes a good break point for the season if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah for as as far as anime goes yeah you need the you need a light end that's yeah. also a cliffhanger but it's not like too dramatic or like you yep. get angry yeah exactly you're not leaving it, it'd be different if this was season two part one you could leave it on a big cliffhanger because you know it's going to be uh-huh. a couple months until the next part comes out but when it could be a year or so until season three comes out yeah you don't want to leave anything too dramatic mm-hmm. yeah and he is so that that part is, it, it was a good ending as far as making the season be done with, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I forget that we were doing, like, part two of season two. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, season two's a short season. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, in all reality, it's what, 20-some episodes? Still 24 20, episodes. 24, 23, something like that, yeah. But yeah, we only, for season two, part two, we only covered 12 of these episodes. 12 yeah. episodes, yep. 37 to 48, or 36 yeah. to 48? 37 to 48. Yep. Right after episode thirty six point five, which was that recap episode. Mm-hmm. And it's well, like, they didn't even they didn't even like we didn't see Efri at all. Nope. So, I, did he get destroyed? No. By what's her name? By that what's uh, that chick's name? She's badass. The Sukuna? Is it Sukuna? Uh, so, you talking about the oh Shizu? No, no, no. Shizu. Uh but it was her disciple, uh Hinata. Hinata. Oh, there, there it is. Go. Yeah, she got she was talked about and then in that final episode with Laplace running away from her. Like she got, I want to see more of her too. So, what do you guys think of that? I've I've got a little bit into that, but what do you guys think of that? So, what, she was something? she was at the church, but then you guys remember that uh, Luis, the vampire, was at the church. Uh-huh. Do you guys what do you guys think of that? Like, why is Hinata the super, um, basically the superhero 
that hates all monsters in the same temple as a vampire. Don't you guys think that's kind of weird? I thought something was up. I just don't know. Like, I, I, I know where you're trying to get at, but I, yeah, I thought something was up. I just don't know what. Yeah, I don't even know. Was. I don't even know how to guess what's going to happen out of this. So a, a little, a little bit of a spoiler. Not a, not a spoiler, but just something to think about. Do you guys remember what the girl vampire's name was? Luminous. Was Luminous, it? right? Yeah. Do you remember what the um, religion is called? Mm-hmm. The vampire religion. The the religion that. So the reason why the humans attacked Tempest, their their pseudo reason, not the reason because of the king didn't like that Tempest was there taking other money, but the reason they said was because of their religion. Do you guys remember what that religion was? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, go um, it, was, uh, it was Lumini, L-U-M-I-N-I. Okay. Doesn't that sound kind of familiar? Luminous and Lumini? Yeah. So that's something something to think about. We'll just put it that way. Okay, I was going to say, because you're talking to two people at 9 o'clock <laughs> in the morning, drinking Bloody Marys, <laughs> and we went out last night. Uh, we're, not, we're not catching up with you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, so just just something something to think about. So you have the vampire that's at, that's in the, basically the holy sanctum, so the center of the church where Laplace, so when Laplace goes there the first time and gets almost killed. By yep. that red beam. By the they, red... they made emphasis on that red beam. I don't remember. It, it was, it was like, a blood, it was almost like a blood art yeah. Yeah. type of thing. Yep, exactly. Or if it was a red beam, then it was a, va- a vampire deal. And that's, I think that's the angle that they were working with. Yeah, that's kind of, um, so they have a demon lord at the, because nobody knows that it's luminous. That's actually the, the true demon lord. So mm-hmm. the, the fake demon lord is at the center of the church that hates demons, that hates monsters. So that was that was something in the anime that they the second time I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's right, that's kind of weird, like that. Something that mm. uh, you might want to look into. Yeah, for real. And then then you find out that the true demon lord is luminous. Who so it's just something to kind of be mindful of. And then she, so Hinata, is also following this religion. So it's something to think about. It'll be it'll be interesting to see see what happens. Granted, I already know what happens. Right. <laughs> You're caught up on the manga. I, I am caught up on the manga, which it wasn't wasn't too much, but I can go into that a little bit later. And yeah, it's definitely something something to kind of think about, like especially for when season three comes around. Yeah, you can definitely expect that one to be explained. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember. So Rimuru talks about how he wants to talk to the other demon lords, correct? During At the end of Walpurgis. But then everybody kind of leaves and he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm not talking to anybody. Is that, does that happen in the anime? I don't remember. I'm trying to blank. I thought Walpurgis was the original name of all the demon lords. So the Wal- Walpurgis is the name of the meeting for the demon lords. Oh, I thought it was what they call themselves. No, they t- the, oh, they call themselves the Great Ten or something like that. The Great Ten demon lords. I thought Walpurgis was the location. How about that? Uh, that's what I thought. So Walpurgis is not just not the, the location, but that, that's the meeting, the name of the meeting. Yeah, that's just the name of the meeting. Right. Is Walpurgis because there's no technically there's no location. There's just a it, made up. It's realm. a pseudo pseudo yeah. space. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, there's the badass star scene in the background, and yep, just somewhere in space and time. And I think Yi is the one that makes this space. Just kind of a, this has nothing to do with anything I've read. It was just because of how strong he is mm-hmm. and all these other things, I thought he made this this space. Just because they do have to teleport there. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about how uh, the 
Dryad. Um, it starts with a tyranny or something. Tyranny, like that. yeah. She Romarus is concerned. Well, not really concerned, but doesn't know if she can go with her because it might be in a pseudo space that she can't teleport to. So that's why she gets her body, and so that was yeah. why I thought that um, this was Guy's like space, something that he can actually create. Yeah. It was just a thought, though. So, just kind of going with everything. Do you guys have a favorite fight? Favorite fight? Um, uh, For comedy, my favorite fight was definitely Veldora versus Malim. Okay. Just because that was just so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I could probably watch that one a handful more times and never uh-huh. get sick of it. But then, for seriousness, I, I would probably choose Rimuru versus Malim. Okay. Just because I liked the, the quickness of thought, the how quick you can see Malima's, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just... It wasn't, like, super awesome animation, like, super blast or anything like that, but I, it was just a good fight in general. Yeah. What about you, Ricky? It wasn't really... Well, not really a fight, but my favorite was the battle, where they... Everything was planned out, everything was executed how it was supposed to be, and it was just... They dominated that shit. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite, just to see everything come together like it's supposed to be. Matt? Um, One would be... When Rimuru, like, actually gets serious with Clayman and turns into his kind of super badass self. That, uh, Snapchat? Yeah, 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 you guys yeah, had a band, like, oh my god, I want, I wanted to just take an actual screenshot and make that, like, a wallpaper or something. <laughs> that was a beautifully drawn little yes. segment. And then, it's definitely a toss-up between the two that you guys mentioned, the Malim and Valdor fight, just because of, really just because of the Kamehameha and the... Hadouken, just hilarious. <laughs> just when Veldora just says Hadouken like five times in a row, like, God, that was so goddamn funny. I cannot get that out of my head. What'd you guys think of when he just kind of teleported there? Oh, he just <laughs> randomly shows up, takes oh, a punch to the manga. back of his head. For more manga? <laughs> for more manga. That's all he's wanted. He on a cliffhanger, so he wanted to find out what happens next. Like, he wasn't there to save Rimuru or nothing. He just, he just wanted more manga. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. No, man, it was, it was hilarious. It was great. But was Rimuru gonna get hurt if Vandora wasn't there? Like, did he save yeah, him? Would Malim have held back enough not to kill Rimuru if Vandora wasn't there? Is that what you're getting at? Oh, I guess it was Malim. Yeah, yeah it was Malim. I can't remember who it was. Okay. But she was going. She was still acting possessed. So I mean, she did take out all of Carrion's like capital. Yeah. <laughs> while acting, so I... She, and she's not even sorry about it. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> so you do that on purpose? My husband controls? What are you talking about? We know you work controls. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the... Because uh, I watched it with subtitles on in English. They say blowing raspberries. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was a... Uh... That, that part was funny. And then the... Specifically the Benny Maru action in the war, just because I, he's... Definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys, of all of the demon lords, who who interest you guys the most? The ones that you, you met? You already know, bro. Well, I'm pretty sure you know mine. Guy? No. Oh, oh man. I was going to go with Guy. Guy definitely has my interest. In yeah. Oh, I like him is. a lot. Definitely. And I was thinking about the, the sleeping guy. Oh, the sleeping guy. Yeah. Because I heard, well, they were saying that he's pretty powerful. Dino. Yeah. Dino, the the fallen angel, the, the sleepy one. They were saying that he's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. So, but he was just sleeping. Yeah. I don't know he didn't shit care. about him. Right? Yeah, he didn't show anything other than he was just bored of being there. He reminds me of uh, another Benny Maru from Fire Force. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
I can see that. Yeah, it's just, is he sleepy slash lazy because he's just that powerful, or is that just his personality? Mm. I can see that. But then they talk about how Romulus and Dino have the same, like, similar... It's like, oh, I, now I get why you two are friends, because they have similar personalities. Like, they just don't take anything serious. Oh, that's serious. I was going to say, because... Romulus is like that uppity, high-spirited girl, and yep. then Dino is just sitting there, like, acting like he's bored out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking shit to her like, oh, you're smaller than the last time I saw you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Lance, what about you? Um, Yeah, Guy is definitely of my top interest. He'd be my favorite. Malene would be my second favorite, but we don't need to talk about her much, really. Um, One that I think won't get much talk out of is Dragul, the titan slash giant. Yeah, guy. Um, I'm only bringing him up because I, I feel like he's not going to get enough uh, attention. But I really don't know what else to say. Like, I the Earth, they gave him like an Earth Titan or something. What I don't remember. But I, I do want to see more of him because like, I want him to be. I want all of these demon lords to redeem themselves and just be show how badass they can be. Well, they did talk about how of all the demon lords, he was the one that could keep up with Baldor the most. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, being said, I definitely want to see more. So, Reamer was like, no wonder why he remembers him of all the other demon lords, right. because he was the one that gave Valdor the most trouble, I guess is a, pro- is a good way to say it. Mm. I could taste that, Ricky. What? <laughs> your burp. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'll try to blow it that way. <laughs> well, I taste apple out of nowhere. Like, okay. That's a little gross. I'll <laughs> I'm trying to blow it to the right side. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> I freshened up your breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's definitely, I agree with all those. So one thing I'll mention from the manga is you find out that Gi is a primordial demon. So he is Diablo, but stronger. So him and Diablo are the same. Ooh, interesting. So, But he can change forms, right? Gi, yeah. Because yeah. they Gi. said, because in that... It was that one episode, was like, I could take on a female form and we can go... Go all night if yeah. if that if you'll be happy with that. <laughs> it's like, shut up. <laughs> and that'll be that'll be interesting. So he's actually... They called him Crimson before he got his name. So I'm curious to see... Who named him? Yeah, who named him and who was strong enough to give him a name. Or did he just name himself? Like, did he get that strong where he just named himself? And that was or he could it. have been named and then taken the demon lord status, and that's it just got stronger through there. Or maybe there's a reason why they spell it guy because it's not really a name. Maybe just call him guy. That's I don't know. Hey guy, <laughs> just talking shit. <laughs> like South Park. Hey guy. Oh, and I mean, you found out that they had to have Walpurgis numerous times to even come up with their demon lord names. So maybe yeah. they're really terrible with names. Yeah, yeah. their lives are so boring because <laughs> they're so powerful. What did you guys think of the name? Octogram. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was... I heard... I saw a gram, and I instantly thought, like, satanic. Like, what? Well, I don't know. That's just where my mind went, at least. Octogram, I don't think it sounds badass. It doesn't sound um, the cool ten, enough to me. And the ten demon lords is badass? No, that was... <laughs> that was... It's it's a step up from the ten great demon lords or anything like that, but ba- baby steps. <laughs> I would, I mean, you can give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt because he literally came up with that within like ten seconds. Yep. Anime wise, but oh no, it was it was instant because if you guys remember, Guy was like, "You're you're gonna come up with the name." And he just split the table and two. Split the table, walked up to him, and was like, yeah. "You're doing this." And he's like, "All right, well, I guess I'm doing this now." <laughs> Yeah, it'll be so. That'll be something really cool to see is if we find any more of the primordial demons, which 
and or find out who all are the primordial demons. Yeah, dude, we don't even know if there's like a cap limit on that, huh? No, because we know that there was was there te- there was three of them when Rimuru was on his deathbed, and Black was one of them, right? So Black was the only primordial, and then all the, the lesser demon—I don't even know if they were lesser demons, but lesser than Diablo. Right? They were his his henchmen. Okay. And yeah, then there was that. Well, I don't think they really explained in that OVA prior where Black was helping. Sh- uh, I was about to say Shuvi. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Uh, are you talking about um, Shizu? Shizu. Okay. In that OVA where he helped Shizu. Well, that was yeah, and I think they reference the maids or the secretaries or whatever they are of Gi as being like. There's a quick snippet. Like if you don't if you don't catch it, if you don't know about it, you. Probably not going to catch it being like oh he's uh you're black it talks about black uh-huh. and i think the maids of gi were primordial as well. demons as well mm. yeah at this point i'd have to rewatch that part and see it again yeah it's it's when rimaru is getting to walpurgis it's a it's a very quick like snippet it's like a one-liner kind of thing so that'll be but that's a me inferring thing i'm not 100 percent sure it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with uh diablo and then the other primordials because we already know diablo is super strong mm-hmm. so we know crimson is probably the strongest demon mm-hmm. lord yep well speaking of strong demon lords who do you think is stronger gi or malim or valdora of those three who do you think is probably the strongest and i put dino in there they were talking about him like he was pretty powerful oh Okay, so all the demon lords. Who do you think is the strongest out of all the demon lords, including Valdora? We'll go with that one. Yeah, at this point, why isn't Valdora a demon lord? I mean, I know he's just one of the great dragons, but... I think... I don't know if dragons can become demon lords, or want to be demon lords, if that makes sense. Because um, his sister isn't a demon lord. Right. And I, I just think that's not something that they want to do, or want to be, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, they're not going to care enough. But back to the most powerful. Uh, just at this point, I, I can't imagine anyone topping Gi. Okay. So I would put Gi as number one. And then if we're throwing Velvedora into this mix, I'd put Veldora as number two. Malim as number three. And then I would uh, say the sleepy one as number four, only because Veldora said he was a good battle, but he wasn't stronger. So I'd probably put him fourth on all that. So that'd be my list. Wait, he fought Dino? Well, I think you said something along the lines of how he would be a good match. Yeah, but he's never fought him. Never, I, maybe they've never fought, but I think there was just... I don't know. Just that Dino, I don't know. He rem- he sparks my curiosity. Mm-hmm. Just because we don't know shit about him, but I do remember them mentioning that he's he's very powerful. Yeah. Which is, I don't think anybody's ever fought him. True. But at this point, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. imagine him being stronger than the dragons. Yeah, and I keep on getting thrown off by the dragon's power. Like, they're always talking about, like, Valdora especially. They're always talking about how powerful he mm-hmm. is. Like, but you have all these strong-ass demon lords, and some of them are still scared of him. So, yeah, like, exactly. So, like, his power is, like, up there somewhere in between them. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think Gi is definitely the strongest as of now. Uh-huh. I want to see more dragons. So I don't remember if we talked about it when we recorded the last episode, but wasn't there... Like a total of like four great dragons or something along those lines. I don't remember. I feel like something was mentioned. Because you got the lightning, which is Veldora. I think he's the wind. Or thunder or whatever. Is it wind? Yeah. Veldora is considered the wind dragon. Is it? I can well, look that up. sister's the ice yep. or whatever. And then what else do you get? Uh, they call him, know all we know. I mean, Malim's like They call him the storm dragon. Storm. Storm dragon. There we go. Yeah, that's all we know as far as dragons. Yeah. I just, for some I, part. I wouldn't mind seeing more dragons. Yeah. yeah that would be cool. 
So, Ricky, what do you who do you think's gonna be the the strongest of all the demon lords, including Valdor? Um, I kind of agree with Lance. I think Guy's the strongest. Valdora, like I was telling Lance, he just kind of I don't know. He kind of throws me off. Like I know I know he's powerful. It's just I don't I don't know what scale he's at. Okay. And Malim and Dino, to be honest, I just, I think Dino's stronger just because we don't know about him. Okay. Malim, we we seen a lot. Right, that's a fair point. Yeah, we can probably say like he's gonna be a strong match. You got any insight on that, Matt? Nope, no, no insights. Just because uh, uh, I they haven't really gone too far into it. It's just kind of a inferred thing mm-hmm. at this point. So you guys think that Rimuru is what fifth, or do you think that he's probably one of the weaker ones? Granted, fifth is technically the weak weaker half because that would be bottom half of the eight. I definitely think he's strong. He's very powerful. It's just he's not. I feel like he's gonna be he's gonna be stronger than everybody else. Right. He's not there yet. I think eventually he'll go toe to toe with Gee. Mm-hmm. But he's not there yet. Yeah, he's not there yet. He's definitely not in the top four. Okay. Yeah, because he was struggling hardcore with that fight with Malame. Was he struggling because he wasn't taking it serious, or do you think he was struggling just because he's not as strong as Malim? I don't think he's well, strong. He, no, I don't think he was strong because he was using that, I don't remember what they call it, but like that ultra-fast thinking technique, and even that was too slow to counter Malim. And, yeah. and you got to imagine Malim was holding back. Uh-huh. So I, I, I think... To Malim's a certain degree. To a certain degree, right. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's, I, I'm curious to see what'll happen and how... How everybody ranks up. I we might not ever might not ever find out, to be completely honest, just because it depends on how they take take the show. Right. Take the take the anime. Granted, it is a light novel. Uh, no offense to you guys, but I'm not reading the light novel. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's even more reading. And that's, that's probably not gonna be part of Crunchyroll. Uh, are you reading all your manga off of Crunchy or you guys you just find it wherever you can find it? Uh give it just depends, really. Yeah. Uh sometimes I have to it, it depends on what we're reading. Alright. Uh, so anything anything you guys are was there anything that surprised you guys in the part two of season two? Besides uh Malim not actually being controlled. Claiming being that weak. Yeah, that's a big surprise. Extremely weak. Uh-huh. So just the scaling in which Yeah. It, I they just, they definitely they they just throw you off because they like I said they talk about how powerful he is and what he's all done and Rimuru just bitch slaps him and it's <laughs> done. Yes, that's yeah, that is true. And Lance, um, I I wouldn't be too I wouldn't put too much emphasis on surprised, but Rimuru finally comes face to face with Leon Cromwell, who you know Rimuru has a special place on Star for Shizu, and Cromwell is the one that brought her and you know tortured. I don't tortured. I don't know. But finally comes face to face with wanting to take care of Leon and he doesn't do anything. Like he, he says, I want to slug you or something along those lines, mm-hmm. but that's as far as that goes. Like he doesn't bring too much attention to this and then they leave the meeting. I don't know. I wanted to see more of that. You know, now that you brought him up, um, we heard a lot about him, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's the most screen time that we've seen him. What do you guys think about Leon? He had a, like a carefree kind of attitude about everything and he didn't care. I think he's got a, he's got that ultimate plan. He's got some kind of plan in motion for, because uh, he wanted to do more summonings. He mm-hmm. made that one comment. Yep, yep. So he's got something in in mind for something that I don't. I'm not understanding at this moment. Yeah, that was the only the only time they even mentioned the kids is when <laughs> he talks about how his summoning of the or basically using of the kids was um, thwarted because of Rimuru, mm-hmm. and that's when Guy or Gee, excuse me really got that uh interested in Rimuru was because he's like, Oh, it can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Yep. So that'd be interesting. Something else that uh Cromwell talks about or Gee talks about is 
Wilder, Leon, and Iggy is how Cromwell was originally human. So I'm interested to see... Oh, yeah, because they called him a demonoid or... Yeah, That's demonoid. his title? Mm-hmm. Cromwell's, yeah. Yeah. Hey, before we get too much further, I need a quick little beer break. All right, we can get some more uh, Bloody Marys in real fast. All right, now... B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. We are back from our beer run. <laughs> Where we leave off? Get more beer. <laughs> uh i i mean we we kind of is there anything you guys are looking forward to the most for chat for season three i mean now that we got nice introductions to all these demon lords definitely gonna want to see more of their stuff uh like i know ricky you're gonna say that you want to see more of the backstory on dino and i think i can agree hardcore with that one i definitely want to see more on dino i just want to know what he's about man uh-huh. like, why 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 is he a demon lord? Because his personality that he has right now, I just don't see him slaughtering people. Or you know, you don't necessarily have to slaughter people, but still. Well, I think you needed that twenty thousand kill count to be a demon lord, right? That's part of the to seed. be an awakened to awaken the seed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's right. To be awakened. Yeah, because some of them just Leon. He straight up stole the title. That's what he said. Like he killed someone. Well, he killed, took his uh, claimed his title. He doesn't care if he's a quote unquote demon lord or not. Uh, he killed Kazarim. He's there the one is. that killed Kazarim. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they they know. talk about he defeated him, and he was like, "I'll give a shit if he's alive or dead." I took his title, and that's mm-hmm. all I care about. That was basically what he said. I wonder how, how would he defeat him if he's like the weakest, and Kazarim supposed to be super strong. Not, um, not Clayman, uh, Cromwell. So Leon, Leon Cromwell, yeah. Leon Cromwell, the demonoid. Oh, okay. Cause Clayman and Kazarim are in codes with each other. They're in, uh, the modern Harley Quinn <laughs> something. The, the clown, the clown, the clown uh, group. troop. Mm-hmm. Throop? T-H-R-O-U-P. I'm terrible with words. <laughs> I wouldn't have even gone. I wouldn't have known. And, uh, that's my second language. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they all say. <laughs> And so they're they're actually in cahoots with each other. So Cromwell is the one that killed uh, Kazarim, but Kazarim is a. They talked about it at the end of chapter or um, forty eight or forty seven, where cursed demon, cursed demon, yeah. So if his spiritual being is not destroyed, he can come back mm-hmm. because that's what uh, Clayman was planning on doing, and Raymond was like. I already see three playing. I'm going to devour you completely. Now die. And then, yeah. he, then he devoured him. So Beelzebub was Beelzebub the ability to swallow something and then copy that ability? So I don't it, remember what that uh, one was called anymore. Wasn't that Predator? Predator. So Damn it's it, a, it's a um I think it's an evolved skill of Predator. Ooh, that could be it too. Because when he turned I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So he can basic like anything he devours, he can do whatever he wants from to uh-huh. it. So you can store it slash copy it. Um, so that's one thing you don't see in the anime is the actual banquet mm-hmm. for Walpurgis. So they, I mean, they go over, they basically like, oh, okay, well now Walpurgis is done and Rimuru goes back. One of the things that happens is they have a banquet and they have all these delicious foods. And as Rimuru is eating them, um, Raphael's like, oh, I've got these recipes copied. You can make them. And because Rimuru's like, oh, man, I want to keep eating this. And then uh, Raphael comes in. He's like, well, we can make these now. It's like, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, it's a little surprising they went that route because Shion was with them and she's the cook. Why didn't she just cook for everybody then? Well, she can cook those foods uh-huh. with his recipes. 
Right. So. Presentation still matters, Lance. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> You don't want to scare us shit to the demon lords. <laughs> or, or, like, make them think you're trying to poison them. Uh-huh. Well, that and it's Gee's... Like I, like I think, it's Gee's pseudo-space, so his maids and everything, like, it's his area. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be the one that's taking care of everything. Yeah. He's the host. Yeah. And, yeah, it'll be... That'll be kind of cool. So that I think that's what his... What Belzebub does. Now that you bring that up, I just remembered. So the reason I thought, the reason I think that Rimuru is going to get up there and probably surpass Gi is because Gi was impressed on how fast Rimuru learned his ability to put up that That's right. barrier. Yep. So I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a quick, like. Yeah, he just did that. He didn't, like, absorb anything either. No. Like, um, Raphael probably was like, oh, okay, this is what this is, and was able, cause he was able to make that barrier, the, the double barrier for, to entrap the souls. Uh huh. That was right. a dream room. Oh, no, I know. Right. That, that yeah. was, uh, Shuna. Shuna was. Shuna and that one girl. That, yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's gonna be, now that he's become a true demon lord. I think he's going to be able to adapt skills even faster. And they talk about his, how he has four ultimate skills now. Right. So I think he'll have, I think he'll be able to keep stacking ultimate skills. He's just going to be super OP. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen eventually. At least the nice thing is, is yes, they're making him overly strong, but they're like, he might be strong, but that's only compared to the people he's met at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're still stronger yet. And And he's not, he's not stronger than the strongest. And, I mean, he he was still able to get uh, defeated by uh, Hinata, even though he seemed way overpowerful at that point. Right. So it's, it's nice to for him to be super strong and then be like, yeah, hold on, take a step back. He might be strong, but he's not quite that strong. Uh, and, I mean, like what you guys were saying, how they, you think he's the fifth strongest group, person in the group. Mm-hmm. At the moment. Yeah. What's up, Ricky? Uh, I was just, so we had this video playing. Episode 41 just popped up. We kind of just kind of skipped over the the fingers. Okay. So we, we met the middle finger and we met the index finger. What I wanted to ask you guys, what did you guys think about middle finger and how, how his demise ended up? Like, I, I was kind of looking forward to, I wanted to see knowing him a little bit more. Right. The middle finger is the, uh, is he the skeleton guy? No, no he's the ice, the ice sword guy. Oh. Uh, Apparently he's he's nothing. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I mean these fingers were given uh this type. I don't know. Like, they made them seem like they were gonna be powerful, and then they really didn't have too much to show. I the fight with the middle finger Yamza. I think that was, that was his name, right? Just yeah, I believe so. Up. Um, it didn't leave an impression on me. Like I don't even remember too much about this because I was looking forward to him so much that I don't even remember anything. Well, I mean. It all kind of comes back to how strong they made Clayman seem, or yeah, how strong they made him to be. And in all actuality, he he wasn't strong at all. He was probably the weakest of the Demon Lords, and even and even really, he probably shouldn't have even been recognized as a Demon Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he was just that weak. Granted, Frey and Carrion were stepped down. Yeah, stepped down. Well, Carrion stepped down out of like some form of respect. Like he didn't want. Well, he oh. lost to Malim, so he's like, "Well, yeah. I can't. I can't even like hold a, a candle to Malim, so mm. I'm not strong enough to be a demon lord." And Frey was like, "Well, I couldn't have beaten Clayman as he was to begin with, so I'm not strong enough to be a demon lord either." So, yeah, it's, I think 
that might be something to watch. It's just how how strong all these demon lords are. But I, I guess I don't know. But I, I know what you're saying. It's like you, you think they're the fingers are going to be all this strong. And then you come to find out that Clayman's super weak. And these, uh, besides the skeleton guy, I can't can't remember his Adam, name. What is it? Alderman. Alderman. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was technically only strong because he couldn't die. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a... You think you think him giving up like that? You think that's like a ruse? No, I think it's I think it's Genuine? legitimate. Yeah, okay. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, yeah, because he was because what I've noticed about Kurt, this oh, world, his crown got destroyed. Or what something I've noticed like about this world is like you had to you like whatever what your word is, is word is bond basically. Yeah. yeah. So like if you give up, you're giving up. There's no yeah you know trickery or shit like that. Except, Except Malim. For, well, Malim and uh, Yuman, not Yuman. Um, the middle finger. Yamusa. 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 Crap! I forgot. <laughs> the the forgetful ice guy yeah but i mean he was he was super weak anyway so it's i guess it's not really not really a big deal so the when the powerful people actually give up they i feel like they do right and it, it'll be yeah, I, i'm not getting too uh wrapped up in the fingers i'm interested to see who the other two fingers of Clayman are that was gonna be my next comment are there two yeah because um What's her face? What's her name? The one where it starts with an M. Well, I only remember seeing two. Uh, Murin. Murin. He so he kills Murin. She was she, she a finger? She was a finger. Oh, oh, I, oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, she. she remember who used that person as like uh, some form of basis of towards? I don't know how to say what I'm saying, but remember who used that person to prove that Clayman is a liar. Was a liar. Mm-hmm. Like, that person's not dead, that person's alive, and here's that person's testimony. Something along those lines, right? Basically, um, so he does technically kill her, if you guys remember, because Clayman basically remade her heart. Like, she, he had her heart. So when, when uh, Rimuru kills her, her heart disappeared. Oh, yes! He does that quick little instant swap deal. Yeah. So he does technically Gives her kill a fake it. heart, yeah. And so, and he was like, "Well, no, actually, she's right there." Because it's when uh, Ramirez comes around, and then she, everybody's like, and just kind of looks at her, mm-hmm. like, uh, no. "So that she she was considered a, a finger." She was technically a finger, but she was getting well. She was the uh, oni, not an oni, but she was a um, Majin. A Majin, yeah. That's I'm saying oni is a demon, and. So she she was able to make that super powerful barrier. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. then she falls for Yom. Yeah, Yom. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. It's, she was a finger. I'm I'm curious to see what happens to the other two fingers now that uh, Clayman's dead, though. That'll be something to see. Yom was going to be gifted the future city that they're trying to build. Uh, so I guess that's Farmus. Yeah, so that's going to be something that we can look forward to. Yeah. Back to the political talk. Yeah, that'll be. That's when you get to see super, kind of super badass Diablo. Get to see glimpses of badass Diablo in the manga. <laughs> and we could talk about that in a, a little bit now that I've given two previews for it. <laughs> and, and it's going to be. It'll be nice to see what happens to that when it comes to Yom and s- seeing if we get to see the change of power and what brings. Because that's a human city. And that'll be. What is it? Two human cities? 
that Tempest is alliance with in in alliance with Dorgon and and this one that's about to be made Falmuth whatever Falmuth Farmuth it's it's one of those two and then technically they're in the third one they have it would be a third one then because um the the one guy that has the the guildmaster. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. The guy, yeah, they call him out in the meeting. Uh, Foos. Foos. And because that's the small nation that they're in alliance with. Yeah, and, that's right. That guy kind of bitches his way out of Uh I feel like he didn't have much standing. So he does have a lot of standing. So as the guildmaster, he's technically, according to what they said, he is the second in command. And he takes all of his orders from the king of his country. Directly. Uh, Blumen, the Blumen king. And he's actually, so he's got a lot of say when it comes to what happens in the country. Okay, yep. Because he basically speaks for the king. And whatever happened to that uh, one merchant guy? Remember from like season, well, from the original episodes? Uh, He seems kind of sketchy. And I know you were talking about him before, Matt. That one merchant. That uh, let me let me try and find him. I know I know what you're talking. I know who you're talking about, but I cannot. Yeah, we didn't see him at all in the second part of season two. Not that I picked up. No. No, you don't see him. And I mean, honestly, I feel like he's just kind of gonna. He's gonna be one of those guys where I don't know if he's gonna come back. Like he's not really. He's not important. Beneficial well, yeah. to the story at that point. Because he's, he's just a merchant and yeah, he, he has no real added benefit to the story in all actuality. Yeah, I, I can't remember, can't find his name. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Quick thought that just popped in my head. What's up? Um, all the dragons that we see, they're, they made a mention in the, mo- or in the anime that they no longer have the ability to turn back into their dragon form. So those aren't the true dragons. Those are the... Like, Malim, Malim's followers. Yeah, Malim's followers. Madray? Midray? Midray. Oh yeah, that's right. Midray said that he was a descendant of dragons and he, he, yeah, that's right. It was his explanation. He's a, he's a dragon new, like, um. Gabiru. Not, not Gabiru. Gabiru's sister. Yeah, Gabiru. Yeah, he's a dragon new, but he's a weaker form of. So he's a lizard version of, instead of a human form. Right. Of the dragon new family. Yeah, but then well, he, he brings up that his sister turned into a human form. Yeah. So I, I say that with the thought in mind of, do you think Baldora or his sister or any will take on a future form of a dragon again? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think they can turn into dragons. Just from the statement where he was like, well, we can't actually turn it into dragons. So just from that statement alone, I think they... they do you think they'll show that in the anime? Yeah, they show that in the anime. When he's talking to... um. Man, who is he? Who are they battling? They were battling one of the Biscuiteers and um, Gabiru. Gabiru, yeah. He, he talks about how unlike uh, real true dragons, they can't turn into dragon. They have no ability to turn into a dragon anymore. So, which implements the point that Veldora and his sister can turn back. Yeah, into right. So that they, they can, but I'm, my question is, will they? And I only say that because I feel as an animator, they'll avoid that as much as possible possible because i think animating a dragon will be a lot of work on their part so they'll probably try to 
Not necessarily with the technology we have now. I don't know. Because I, I don't think so. In the big, in the first couple episodes of Reincarnate as a Slime, they show the dragon, but he doesn't do much animating. He he's a he's a lot of still pictures and yeah. very slight movements. And I think that's because there's a lot going on with the well, dragon. He was, he was trapped in the Infinite Prison, right? So he couldn't really do anything, right? I mean, yeah, he couldn't have the ability to do much as it was. But I just I just feel like I just want to take that angle that animators don't want to animate a dragon <laughs> as much as possible because it's going to take too much time. I feel like they'll save it for a, a certain purpose or a certain plot point just like the Dragon Ball Z super monkey transformation whatever I don't know what it's called the great that, the, the great, great ape, ape. yeah yeah, yeah it, it, they won't use it often but uh-huh. I think they'll they might sprinkle it here and there sure just yeah, I, could, to, I don't know yeah the whole just, animation thing, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that difficult anymore. Anymore. It's definitely gotten... I'm sure it's gotten easier through the years. Not talking through experience because I don't know shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do not know shit. I'm still having a tough time making uh, pivot stick figure animations. <laughs> that takes forever. Well, that's why you go to school for animation. Right. It's, and it's going to be... It'll be interesting to see what happens in the in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Ricky, is there, is there anything... Well, so we were talking about what we're looking forward to for season three um i want to see more of the kids okay and more of the kids and more of the demon lords like all the demon lords not just a yeah. couple here and there yeah i get that and more of the ogres benny maru and zoe i think they're just oni now i don't think they're ogres anymore oni yeah i think they're oh. oni because well, they more of them yeah they're always a badass group i think there's a different name for them because uh, oni means demon yeah they, they were definitely given a different name are they are they Majin? Kai, no Kai, Ma- kaijin there it is kaijin there you go yeah i like to see more of them they're just mm-hmm. a badass group you know especially for fight scenes mm-hmm. better fight scenes well, not better fights but more fight scenes yeah i want to yeah see i want to see them just get better get so, better titles and so they they evolve into a fair oni when they get awoken again that's what happens so they do evolve for a third time Ooh. But they become disaster class demons at that point. Or uh, catastrophe class demons. I know. Uh, I'm reading disaster class demons. So, um, Caribus? Cryptus is a disaster, or is a um, catastrophe class. And then right below that is a disaster class. So now you bring that up as well. I'd like to see more of that. I feel like it kind of lost its little video game style of introductions. And I'd like to see more of that stuff. Just the little video game animation. The, you know what I mean? The leveling up. Yep. Right. I don't know. Part of it. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't any of that in this part two. Mm-mm. No, this was basically Valdora and Walpurgis was what this was focused around. Mm. Yeah. Which is fine. But yeah. Oh, d- just don't lose your roots. I don't think it will. I think it was just a, um, this needed to happen. Get information out there. Mm-hmm. What about you, you got any i mean i know you're caught up on the manga but what do you expect out of the anime of season three so i was looking forward to um hoping i was hoping we could talk to leon cromwell because they talk he gives rimaru an invitation to go to his oh yeah that's right so I, I, wanted, I wanted to see what happened there and then i wanted to see the continuation of the growth of tempest so basically everything that happens along with that mm. was stuff that i was looking forward to because now I mean, he's a true demon lord. So it's what's going to happen with like the Western Holy Church and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. It was going to be. And then was Raymaru and Cromwell going to have a fight? Were they just going to have a talk? And what happened? What happened along those lines? And then obviously Diablo, because you don't really get to see him in season two, part two. All right. Yeah, definitely waiting on him. They leave us hungry for more. Yeah. Give you just enough to get a taste and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with all that being said, take this moment and go into Matt's manga moments. Yeah, we can do that. Nani? 
It's um, gonna be gonna be a handful of things. Matt's that... mama mentions. mentions mentions. There we go. That's what it is. Because a couple things. There's a, there's a few things that happen. So in case anybody's reading along, uh, part two starts on chapter seventy two and then ends on chapter eighty six. Um, there's kind of a handful of things that happen. Uh, so you guys remember Rimuru's ultimate ability? You remember what that was called? Oh God, there's four of them at this point. It was a combination of the four of them. Uh, it, they called it Uriel. Yeah. Oh yeah, they made mention that in like episode thirty seven. Yeah. What? Which totally glossed over because I don't think they really even did anything about that. So, um, so it's, well, they call it a Covenant King Uriel and it's a combination of infinite prison, law manipulation, universal barrier and space domination. And basically it is a way for everybody to be connected in Rimuru's family. So his family is basically everybody that he's named at this point. So it's, um, hmm. oh, that's why they can talk to each other. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember that. They, they mentioned that in the first part of season two. Oh, yep. Okay. So it's, um, but it's, they just didn't really go into it. So that's how everybody can kind of talk to each other. Uh, basically everybody can kind of get back and forth with each other. It's a, they called it a testament of Rimuru's connection with his, with his family, essentially. Hmm. Um, one thing that was super badass when it comes to Diablo is you find out one of his master abilities is he can manipulate people. Like he can alter their minds and manipulate them. Hmm. So that's one of the reasons why he was picked to go to Falmouth to change to uh that it was that country that tried taking over Tempest that was one of the reasons why he went there was because he is such a great manipulator and so um Rosin they call him uh Shino Shino uh Shino Shio she calls him ramen oh yeah she couldn't she's taking notes <laughs> and she couldn't get her shit together yeah she, uh, so she calls him uh ramen but um, Rosin is this master uh, magical user. And everybody's like, oh my god, I can't believe how easily you defeated him. Because to everybody else, he's like super, super powerful. And to Diablo, he's like this toy. Mm-hmm. Is essentially. So that's another reason is because the three people are still alive. So it's um, the king, it's Rosin, and then it was the king's like secretary type person. I can't, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But they, those were the three that were still alive. And that screenshot that I showed you guys was them basically bowing down loyalty to Diablo. And Diablo can, will know exactly what they're thinking and everything that they're doing at all times up to this point. So he's in complete control of these three people from Falmouth. And that was because he, uh, Diablo essentially has the ability to reconstruct the bodies of the individuals so in the manga you see him as these super grotesque like organs and a face is what they turn into and they're just chilling in a box because diablo can turn them into whatever <laughs> he wants and, that, and that's how he tortures slash interrogates them Damn. 
Wow, I wonder if they'll show this in season three of any sorts. Well, I mean, this happened supposedly in season two, but... This does happen in season two, but they might put it into season three as a... Flashback? Because they didn't show Diablo doing anything with Falmoose. Uh-huh. So they might show it as a how Falmos became in line with Tempest. Yeah. Okay. It, it just might be one of those things that they just change the order to. Is it... It's not really spoiling anything because it's not a major plot point. Like, that's not a major plot point. Mm. So that was that was something super, super badass about Diablo is that he's just this super manipulator of everything. Uh, they... Romerus, when she first comes to the meeting she talks about how there's a great war every 500 years and we're at this 500 year mark so is this why she says tempest will fall nope she's that's uh that's walpurgis so tempest is going to fall because of walpurgis because the demon lords are essentially going to destroy tempest if everything claimant said was correct which we know isn't correct so okay okay so the manga explains a 500 year war that's is about to start is destined to start which we don't find why what this 500 year or every 500 year war is you do find out about it later but not in the same timeline as what season two happens so uh i'm not actually going to tell you guys why yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's over a cookie <laughs> uh, it could be who it knows could be something stupid <laughs> <laughs> Something with Eldora. I, I mean, yeah, hundreds of years goes by and they can't even come up with a name for themselves. And yeah, might as well start a war over a cookie. <laughs> and so that's that's something that Romerus talks about. And really nothing else happens when it comes to that in season two. It's just something to be to remember when it comes to season three is that they do talk about a, a great war that happens. So we might see a great war in season three. Who knows? Lots of action then. Um, oh, I did have this. I did have this written down. Uh, there are seven primordial demons, and Gi is the first one of these seven primordial demons. Okay, so there we do have a limit. Uh, not a limit, but we do have a contained uh, number. And he was derived from the great spirit of darkness, and he rules over the dead. Gi. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't have expected that. That's uh, that's something I actually forgot about. Uh, Gi. <laughs> you wrote it down. <laughs> it's a good thing I wrote it down. Uh, Guy calls Diablo Noir. That means black. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um. I always eh. said Noir. That's how I've always pronounced it, but <laughs> the way you said it, I'm pretty sure is the way, real way of saying it. Noir? Noir. 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 Oh, yeah. Like, in Spider-Man, there's a Noir. Yeah, Noir. So, I've always called him the Noir. <laughs> Spider-Man. But, Remember, words are hard, people. Yeah. Words are hard. English sucks. It's my second language. <laughs> <laughs> and I still got that right. <laughs> Uh, then one difference is in the anime, Malim is wearing a necklace, and in the manga, she's wearing an armband. So that same armband that same pendant, it's yeah, the middle finger hat that the middle finger hat. It's the same. It's essentially the same thing, but instead of being a mind control thing, this is um, a manipulation of power thing for him. For Malim, it's an armband, and she just puts it on herself. I mean, that's kind of whatever, but that's just kind of what it is. Um, so in the manga, the reason why Valdora teleports to Walpurgis is because of a manga, but it's because Rimuru gives the... It's a different manga inside than what the cover showed. So Valdora was trying to read a specific manga, and he picks this one up, thinking it's the continuation... 
and comes to find out that it's actually a different one. Sick messes with him. So yeah, he's he's fucking around with. Oh, I was thinking like he had this shit planned out. Like once he gets to this point, this is what I, <laughs> I need him. You know what I mean? And yeah. just so happens that he teleports at the right time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because we already discussed how Benny Mar already planned ahead for the Prisoners of War. Yep. Nope. It was um. It was. Because he wanted, basically he wanted Valdor to read that manga. He's like, come on, it's a good one. And Valdor gets all upset with him. He's like, but I was trying to read the ending of, of that one. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> one. That's hilarious. Um, Rimuru and Geld actually have access to each other's stomach using the special skill food chain, which is like the predator skill. Okay. That sounds uh, familiar, yeah, because Geld had a very similar ability. The more he ate, the more powerful he got. And so they actually have the ability to basically grab which he, whichever is in each other's stomachs. Interesting. Yeah. It might be something... Would that mean that Geld has access to Ifrit? I doubt it. I don't think it works both ways. I think it's just Rimuru has the ability to access oh, Geld's stomach. Okay. Um, one thing that doesn't get discussed in Walpurgis in the anime is they talk about the territories in which all the demon lords control. I was wondering that myself. Like, what if two demon lords live in... In the like the same area, does one control the west half and one control the east half? Or uh, they they just have them they have them divided. So obviously Rimuru is in charge of the uh, Great Jura Forest, mm. and then I think he also gets Clayman's territory, if I remember right. That bitch dead. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah, absorbed him. Super dead. At the very minimum, we know that Leon Cromwell killed. Kazalim over 200 years ago. So that's how long... So we have a time frame at that point? We have a, a general time frame of everything that's happening. Okay. Um, you find Laplace comes back and basically gives a report of everything that happened. And he tells uh, Yuki and Kazarim. And Yuki says some things that you're like, hmm, I wonder what he's what he's implying with those with those sentences. So I think uh, Yuki... It's something to look out for that Yuki has something up his sleeve for everything that happens. Without spoiling season three stuff? Uh, honestly, they, they don't tell us. They, it's just something I'm inferring. Okay. That uh, he has something planned. Uh, so one thing that you don't see that it kind of gets mentioned, it's just some kind of weird phrasing type stuff, is uh, Romarus, after she warns Rimuru and the rest of Tempest and everybody else of Walpurgis, she actually talks to Guy and convinces him to let Rimuru go to Walpurgis. So Rimuru wasn't actually invited to begin with mm-hmm. because he wasn't a... Recognized? Uh, yeah, recognized Demon Lord. Right. I was going to bring that up because I remember they were saying, uh, Rima was saying, like, let's crash this wall, wall party. Let's mm-hmm. crash this party. And then when I was watching this, they just walked through a portal. Yeah, he was. He was yeah, so he did get invited to Walpurgis. Um, and then the only other main difference is you never actually hear Clayman talk about Kazarim in the in the manga. He never actually mentions Kazarim. He goes to and then Rimuru sucks him up, unlike in the manga where he's like, he's, he basically was like, I'm sorry, Kazarim, or something along those lines, mm-hmm. and then gets sucked up. That's not actually what happens. 
they do talk about Kazarim because they are both um, the same type of undead, not undead. Um, you mentioned it earlier, Ricky. Curse? Curse demons. Mm-hmm. So because they are both curse demons, they just infer that they are working together. Right. Or, no, it's um, because Kazarim mentions Clayman and brings up Clayman. And that's why they, they talk about... Excuse me. Sorry. Apparently I've had a little too many to drink. <laughs> Uh, Clayman takes over Kazarim's territory so that they just assume that they were in cahoots. cahoots with each other. And that's really all of the major differences between the two. And yeah, it was not, not a whole lot. And as I was saying the last time, the, they're about 40 ish pages per chapter. So there's a little bit of extra detail, but there was what, 17 chapters between end of part two or part one and the end of part two for yeah. season two. So yeah, it was, uh, Looking forward to reading on. And then the other thing that I had mentioned is how uh, Rimuru had wanted to try and talk to people after Walpurgis. And everybody's like, nah, I'm out. He's yeah. like, oh, well. We're done with this. I, I, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. And one thing that he mentioned is he was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a connection between Luminous and Lumini, the religion. Okay. So that was that was something he does mention is if they are similar because of the name. Mm. So he doesn't know that where the Demon Lord's territory is. He just uh, infers that because their names are similar, like almost to a T, mm-hmm. that they are related to each other. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes of that, which I can't tell you. You do start finding out <laughs> stuff. Man, um, have you guys heard anything about a season three? Nah, nothing. I mean, season two is still relatively fresh to be come out, so I haven't personally seen or heard anything for season three. No, neither have I. No, but I'm looking forward to it. I, like I said, this is part of my queue now. So I was watching it before we even decided we were going to make an episode on it. That's right, yeah. You were already started figuring that out. Um, so one thing uh, that I am reading is a theatrical film was announced for the series. This movie is slated to release in fall of 22. Oh, yeah. I didn't um, see that. So there is no announcement for season three, but if they're coming out with a movie, probably a good indication mm-hmm. that there's going to be a season three. I will say... So you guys know how I mentioned that it ends on chapter 86? Yeah. I'm on chapter 90. So I'm not super far as far as the manga is concerned. But if you guys remember us talking about it, I had mentioned that this was originally a light novel. So there, there are... The light novel is obviously further than the the manga is because they they're they're much further now if the light novel is over i could not tell you but i do know that it's a lot further further along um I'm, there was three spinoffs to be released so right now there are 20 volumes of the light novel 20 volumes 20 volumes now i i cannot tell you how i'm seeing 21 volumes of the light novel all right i'm gonna need you to read all of those and give an update yeah um that's not gonna happen (laughs) because the manga already takes me a while so i can't imagine how long the light novels are gonna take me yeah i I, I thought i heard lance was suggesting he's gonna buy you a christmas present (laughs) (laughs) um i know you guys are uh, good friends of mine but i doubt (laughs) 
you guys are going to spend hundreds of dollars on light novels, let alone mangas. Mm. So it's a, there's a, there's a lot to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens later on and it'll be, it'll be a fun time. I feel like this is going to be going, this is going to be going for a while, which will be nice. For sure. I feel mm. like a lot of wars are going to happen soon. So that's what I'm excited about. Re- Just the fighting, the Re- fighting scenes. Reaver is going to be in the only demon lord at the end. <laughs> I, I don't know that. I- hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of RangerCast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-huge spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. So, all right. Well, you guys got anything else for season two, part two? Nope. Otherwise, Lance, we kind of skipped over your Lance's lessons, huh? Yeah, let's get into some Lance's lessons. Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for reincarnation. It is umare kawari, spelled U-M-A-R-E-K-A-W-A-R-E-R-I. Sorry, that's a long word, but... You gotta say it, man. You gotta gotta pronounce it. Umare kawari. It's a long word, but of course it's fitting for this because it is... The show is called... At that time I got reincarnated as a slime, so here we go. Find that word on our social media pages and make sure you like those. So that pretty much wraps us up for today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're pretty good with that. Overall, what'd you guys think? That's okay. Uh, Definitely just want to see more. That's all I can really say. What about you guys? I enjoyed it. I can't wait to can't wait for season three and the movie. Definitely, that's for sure. I know there's a movie in the mix. I'm I'm excited for a movie. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we're definitely all waiting for more. Uh, safe to say, we all enjoy this anime. It's yep. not gonna leave our queue for a while, right? But yeah, just to wrap it all up, that was it. Second season, part two of second season of that time I got reincarnated as slime. Make sure you guys like, follow, share. You know, let's grow this community. And until next time.